Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's Penn State prediction time and the Penn Live staff has locked in its picks for the Iowa game on Saturday. James Franklin explains why Sean Clifford is exactly what he wants in a starting quarterback. Penn State announces a late schedule change for the 2020 non-conference season. And Penn Live's David Jones gives his take on the controversial letter sent to Jonathan Sutherland. I'm Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live, and I'll dig into all those headlines coming up on the all-new Penn State Update podcast. The Penn Live staff and special guests have filed their picks for the night game at Iowa, and this collection of picks came with a unique twist. On one side, all seven writers who cover Penn State not only picked the Lions to win, but to cover the three-point spread. And on the other four out of the five Iowa beat writers picked the Hawkeyes to win outright. The same thing happened when we polled writers for the Big Ten Championship game back in 2016. Writers know their beats intimately and tend to lean on that experience when it's time to file their predictions. Penn State-Iowa is truly a toss-up game, given the way both these teams have competed so far this season. Both have stout defenses, while the young Penn State offense is on the road and faces a brand new test in this Hawkeyes defense. Still, the Penn State defense will likely be the best unit on the field on Saturday, and the Lions offense should find its stride at some point midway through this contest. That's why I like the Lions to win 26-19. James Franklin has praised his quarterback, Sean Clifford, on many occasions. He's talked about Clifford's mobility and a 40-yard dash time that is faster than you might have ever expected from him. He's also spoken at length about a competitive streak that borders on legendary. This week, Franklin described another interesting skill that gives Clifford an ideal temperament for his job. He knows when to be serious and take notes, Franklin said, and Clifford's mature enough to have fun and let loose when that time comes as well. It's an important line that shows up in how much Clifford has improved since the start of this season, and also how he has relaxed since a jittery season opener against Idaho. Clifford also passed his first road test with flying colors at Maryland two weeks ago. The next step will be conquering a much better Iowa team and lifting Penn State to its sixth straight win. That's on the agenda for this Saturday night. News broke Wednesday afternoon that Penn State's 2020 football schedule was due for a change. Off the schedule goes Nevada, and on it comes Kent State for Penn State's season opener at Beaver Stadium. Kent State was thrown a last-minute curveball on a schedule game against Arkansas and might have initiated the scheduling process with Penn State, according to a report from Arkansas Online. That rounds out Penn State's non-conference schedule for 2020, which also includes a trip to Virginia Tech and a home meeting with San Jose State. Penn State last played Kent State in 2018 and won comfortably 63-10 at Beaver Stadium. The Golden Flashes are 2-3 this season with road losses to Arizona State, Auburn, and Wisconsin, and shouldn't be much of a problem for Penn State when they come to town next September. Penn Live columnist David Jones answered reader questions once again in his Hey Jones Weekly Penn State mailbag. 
One of the big questions, of course, had to do with the letter one Penn State alum sent safety Jonathan Sutherland. In it, the fan called Sutherland's dreadlocks awful and disgusting, which prompted plenty of outrage on social media. Sutherland has since issued a classic response to that letter, along with James Franklin and a number of other Penn State officials. Many called the letter racist, and Jones didn't seem to disagree with that assessment, but he also gave the fan a little different label. Provincial Simpleton. The issue has come and gone this week and was addressed quite well on Penn State's side of things. So now the focus, as James Franklin would say, moves on to Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. Thanks for tuning in to the new Penn State Update Daily News Briefing, which will be coming soon to Alexa, Apple, Google, Spotify, and Stitcher, and can be found right here on PennLive. Be sure while you're at it to get all the latest from us here at PennLive.com slash PennStateFootball. Also check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and we'll see you next time here on the Penn State Update Podcast.